This week, I'm sharing some of my favorite high-protein, low-carb foods and snacks, especially for vegetarians and vegans, because I hear all the time it's so hard to get enough protein, especially if you don't eat meat. So I'm gonna show you some really healthy, simple ways that I get my protein every day, and you can too. Hey everyone, and welcome to my kitchen. You know, I've been getting so many questions about how to get enough protein in your diet. And this is going to appeal not only to people with a traditional American diet, but also to vegetarians like myself and even to vegans. Now, I do eat free-range eggs. We've talked about my egg consumption before. That's a great source of protein. But if you're a vegan, I'm also going to give you some of my favorite ideas. So why do we need to eat protein? There's actually several really good reasons, especially when we're trying to maintain our weight. First of all, it takes more calories to metabolize protein when we eat it than any other source of food. So when we eat a lot of protein, we actually burn more calories just in the process of metabolizing it, which is really cool. And of course, we need protein to build muscles. If we have a protein deficient diet and we're losing weight, we're going to cannibalize our muscles. So it's critical when we're losing weight or even maintaining weight to keep our muscle mass or even to make some more muscle, which is what I'm working on. So how do we do that? Especially for those of us who don't have meat, fish, or chicken in our diet, or we're trying to minimize it because our cholesterol's high. Remember that cholesterol's only in animal products, meat, fish, chicken, eggs, and dairy. So if your lipid panel is a little bit going the wrong direction, it's a really good idea to cut down on animal products as well. So we're trying to sort of balance two things, right? Cut down on animal products while still keeping our protein adequate. So how much protein do we need? Well, if you're trying to build muscle, a common saying is that we want one gram of protein per ideal body weight. So for me, I'm trying to get about 120 grams of protein a day. And I hate counting. I don't like being that meticulous, but just having practiced it for a while, I've got a pretty good idea of what that looks like. Now, over 140 grams a day is really getting into the impractical area. So if your ideal body weight is over 100, 140 pounds, I'm sorry, let's just stick with that 140 grams or somewhere around there. And by all means, let's not ever get below 100 grams a day. So 120 for me is my goal. Yours might be whatever it is. 140, probably a good maximum unless you're really trying to be an active bodybuilder and then never under 100. So I can tell you when I started examining my diet, I was getting about 50 grams of protein a day and I was really struggling to maintain, let alone gain muscle. I did an experiment just for two weeks with my friend Kelly Workman, who's my trainer. I'm gonna be meeting with her shortly after this and we'll do some video of the workouts that she recommends. But when we looked at my diet, I really wasn't getting enough protein and just changing that for two weeks now, I do work out a lot, but I was doing that before. I didn't change anything else. I gained two pounds of muscle and lost two pounds of fat. And the reason for that is that I'm burning more calories just by metabolizing the protein. The other thing that I changed is having an eating window of 12 to 8. Now, you don't have to do that. You know, we call that intermittent fasting. But eating from 12 to 8 has helped me in a lot of ways. I mean, one of them is that I just don't think about food for a big part of the day. And many of us have been so food obsessed. There's a real freedom in that. I just know I'm not going to eat after 8. And I know I'm not going to eat until 12. 
and then getting that 100 grams of protein for me or 120 grams in between 12 and 8, you know, becomes pretty doable. It just becomes a routine. So uh, you're in my house. You're going to hear my voice. So let me tell you about some of my favorite products. There's lots of them out there. These are just some of the ones that I've learned have worked for me. So one of my staples, because we need a staple, and if we have meat, fish, or chicken in our diet, likely that's going to be our staple. But for me, I rely on pea protein. I've showed you this before on Instagram, but this particular product, Naked Pea, is one that I love. It has 25 grams of protein in a serving. I just simply mix it with water, and I drink it. And when I do that three times a day, there's 75 grams of protein, that's my staple. So with 75 grams of protein under my belt, it's pretty easy to get the rest of it during the day. Now, if you're someone who eats meat, fish, or chicken, just as a review, those high protein animal products have about seven grams of protein per ounce on average. So for example, if you're eating six ounces of a piece of grilled fish, you're gonna get around 40 grams of protein or so. So that's a big chunk of what you need during the day. Maybe you have a can of tuna on salad for lunch, and that's about 25 grams of protein. So we want to balance that, of course, along with not getting too much cholesterol. So I always recommend, if you can, either giving up red meat or having one red meat day a week, because that is the highest source of cholesterol. Again, you're going to get about 7 grams of protein per ounce if you eat red meat. So it's relatively easy to get that 120 or however many need, however many grams of protein you need a day. Now for me and for my other vegetarian and vegan friends, we have to be a little bit more creative. But I've got my 75 grams right here. What I do, because I do eat eggs, now I only like to eat eggs from Happy Chickens. I didn't interview the chickens, but I look for free range eggs, make sure they're organic, all of that good stuff. So an egg has about six or seven grams of protein. So if I'm having my protein shake, let me see if that can balance, along with an egg. That's gonna get me very close to 100 grams a day if I do that three times a day. So about 21 grams of protein in the eggs, and about 75 in the protein powder, and then I can add to it from there. So there's some surprising things that are really good that are high in protein, and I've got some of them here to show you some of my favorites anyway. Everybody likes nuts, I think most people do. So almonds have six grams of protein per ounce. Now almonds are really high calorie and other nuts are too. So an ounce is just a small handful, but six grams, that starts adding up pretty quickly. And they're also really yummy. Pumpkin seeds, similar. They actually have nine grams of protein per ounce. So I actually love pumpkin seeds. They're yummy, a small handful. That's even more than an egg, who knew? Some other really cool crunchy things. This one is the Mac Daddy for protein. Dried edamame, I just bought some. It's actually quite yummy. So a handful of dried edamame has 14 grams of protein. Isn't that amazing? It's because the edamame is dried, it condenses the protein. And if you're eating fresh edamame, you get about half that much. So everybody loves edamame, right? And this is a really yummy, crunchy snack. So if we're doing our main meals and want some yummy, crunchy snacks during the day, because I love crunchy, salty things, those are some really good options. And we have to think about portion control, of course, because they are high calorie, all of these things, and also can add up if we're watching our carbohydrate intake as well. And we'll talk to you about that a little bit later. This is my favorite. If you want some kind of junk food that's also processed and all of those things, Quest 
protein chips are my favorite. Now they are made of whey protein, which is an animal product. So all vegan friends are not gonna to wanna to do this. But this little bag of chips has 18 grams of protein. I just think that's amazing. And they're really yummy. They come in different flavors. Here are my two favorites. There's a spicy one and a sour cream one and lots of others. And then getting into protein bars and other kind of snack things. I've got some of my favorite ones right here. For all vegan friends, I love this one. This one's called No Cow. So it's vegan, not made with any dairy. It's got tons of protein in it. I forgot how much, but it's, uh, I'm going to read it off of the bag. It's got 20 grams of protein in that little bar. Now, protein builder bars, which are also popular, are not vegan. They've got a ton of carbs, but also have 20 grams of protein. So if you're not watching your carbs so much, these are yummy. They taste like a candy bar, and they're super filling. 20 grams of protein. RX bars, also very high in protein. 12 grams of protein in this little bar, and it's all kinds of good stuff. It's got a few carbs in it too, so if you're watching your carbs, again, it's just portion control. But there's so many of these really great snacks that you can just put in your bag or your purse for when you're starving and you just need something right away. Now, if you eat meat, fish, or chicken, a really great snack is turkey jerky. It's got tons of protein because it's condensed. You can get 20 grams of protein in a small little pack. I prefer you eat that than beef jerky for lots of reasons, but if you do eat meat, fish, and chicken, turkey jerky is a great little snack that you can put in your purse. Very low carb, very high protein. Getting into like beans and things like that. I love Amy's products. Um, Amy's is a brand that makes a lot of vegetarian products. Bean soup. Absolutely yummy. This has nine grams of protein in a serving and it's delicious. You can have a hot soup. Um, thinking about beans, things like that, chickpeas. Who doesn't love those? Now you can make them into hummus or if you just eat them straight out of the can or on a salad, they have seven grams of protein in half a cup. So you can see how quickly this can add up. Hummus, made out of chickpeas. Now if you eat a third of a cup of hummus, also seven grams. I like to eat it with cucumber, carrots, any kind of vegetable just dipped in there. It's yummy, it's filling, and you're getting adding up the protein as we go throughout the day. Now, I, I try to avoid dairy for the most part, but if you eat Greek yogurt, this one is a Siggy's brand, which is really yummy. I do eat that sometimes. This has 18 grams of protein in a serving. This is a big one. This is three servings here, but 18 grams of protein, you could have that for breakfast if you eat dairy cottage cheese, similar. So if you do eat dairy, those are some other great options. Now, who doesn't like going to Starbucks? <laughs> I do. If I'm starving and I haven't eaten a meal for a while and I need a snack, these little um, egg white bites, you guys might have seen those before. They have 12 grams of protein. You can literally just pick them up and put them in your mouth. I eat them in the car while I'm driving. I hate to admit, but I do. Egg whites, also made with some cottage cheese, so they are not vegan by any stretch of the imagination, but high protein, low fat, low carb, all the stuff we love, and you can get them at Starbucks with your black coffee. Uh, everyone loves avocados, right? I, I like to get a boiled egg, cut it in half, some avocados, some tomatoes, some seasoning. Avocados don't have a lot of protein, but they have a little bit, they sure do taste good. Three grams, that adds up to when we're doing that math and getting protein from everywhere that we can. Here's some of the things that might be a little bit surprising. So we already talked about canned tuna, 25 grams of protein. Quinoa, 
I love, and if you're gluten-free, vegetarian, vegan, absolutely good for you, six grams of protein and a third of a cup, beans, lentils, anything in that family is about eight grams per half a cup. Now, we talked about dried edamame, fresh edamame, if you go to the Japanese restaurant, about eight grams per half a cup. Everyone knows about peanut butter. It's really fattening, so we want to limit it, but seven grams and two tablespoons. So, you know, a couple times a week, try some peanut butter with carrots, or I like to dip celery or vegetables in my peanut butter. Sometimes I just eat it out of the spoon. So, you know, when we're looking at all of these things that have five, six, eight grams of protein, it's really easy to get up to your 120 or whatever your goal is of protein every day so that you're burning more calories just by eating. You're also feeding your muscles, which is critical. And then giving a break where you're fasting, I like to do between 8 p.m. and noon, so that your body is forced to burn fat. Now your body is going to burn muscle as well if you're not using your muscles, and that's why it's critical to add some strength training. So when we're over 50, doing some strength, strength training at least twice a week, just 30 minutes twice a week, that's all we need to do. That's going to limit our body's ability to burn our muscles because our muscles are in growth phase. And I'm going to share a couple of my other products that are in the fridge right now. I'm going to go get them. Another brand called Morningstar. So Morningstar is a great vegetarian company. They're vegan uh, that make meat substitutes. Now, I don't like things that really taste like meat, but these taste a little bit like meat, but it's different enough to still be yummy and they're really high in protein. Let me go grab those and I'll be right back. So I've got some of my favorite Morningstar breakfast products here and I eat them any time of the day. It's a great brand if you want lots of protein and you're vegetarian or vegan. One of my favorites is these uh, little sausage links. They have no meat in them, they taste really yummy. You can put them under the grill, make them with eggs if you eat eggs, or just eat them in your hands like a little snack. And they're nine grams of protein for a couple of these little sausage links. Absolutely delicious. Another one that I love is their breakfast sausage patties. Also nine grams of protein. You can grill them, you can eat them for breakfast or any time of day. Now, um, I, know, I like these so much, I'm actually out of them, so I can't show them to you. But most of us know about Beyond Burger or Impossible Burger, which are actually hamburger substitutes. Some people don't like it. They do actually taste quite a bit like meat, but they're about 20 grams of protein for a small patty very low carb, no cholesterol, tastes delicious. So even if you're craving a hamburger, you can make a delicious hamburger with one of those, or I actually just put it on a salad and cut it up and it's, it's super yummy. Now, we know we're not really supposed to eat chicken nuggets, but you can eat these ones. Morningstar makes chicken nuggets and they're not made of chicken. You can grill them. They've got a little bit of breading on the outside, but none of it's fried. They taste absolutely delicious if you just want something that really tastes like a yummy real food, right? So uh, I almost forgot about cheese. You know, of course, many of us eat cheese. If you're vegan, I understand this won't be for you. But I like these cracker cuts because they're cut in little squares. If you grab three of them, that's about six grams of protein. And I like the fact that the portion control is kind of tied in there so I don't have to cut or measure or eat too much, which is commonly what I would do with really yummy cheese. So that's another one of my favorites. Now you can see this is just a tiny section of all the yummy things out there that are high protein, low carb. Remember that we want our protein to be high, our carbohydrates and sugar to be low in order to maximize our health, build muscle, 
lower body fat. So if you're looking at carbohydrates, just uh, we'll talk about this in another uh, another day in more detail, but what we want to look at is the net carbohydrates, and that will be written on the label. That is the total number of carbohydrates, subtracting the fiber and subtracting the sugar alcohol. So you often see that written down and wonder, what does that mean? Well, that's what it means. So if you're on a really strict low-carb diet, for example, trying to get under 25 or 30 grams a day, we have to be really careful with things like nuts and beans, which can increase carb count pretty quickly. So just portion control there. But if you're on a more moderate uh, carbohydrate reduction plan like me, I try to get about 50 grams a day, sometimes up to 100, but certainly not more than that. We can eat quite a bit of these things. And for someone who does a lot of exercise, that's more appropriate. We do need a little bit of carbohydrates in order to do lots of cardio like I like to do. So if you like this episode, don't forget to subscribe, send it to your friends. If you've got some other favorite foods or recipes that are high protein, low carb, put them in the comments below. Everybody wants to know about those so that we can be happy and healthy, eat lots of yummy food, still stay slim, build muscle, I'm off to do my strength training class with Kelly Workman, my trainer. We'll send you some video of that too for some ideas of how to do a quick 30-minute workout, build some muscle, burn some calories, and I look forward to seeing you next week.